0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Monday. It is January 13th. It's 2020. We have seven basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will, Chief Justice 06. How are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm great, man. Uh, Hopping in kind of over the weekend, per se, rolling into the first slate of the week. Uh, Definitely ready to break it down almost. Broke through that glass ceiling tonight. I was playing a little bit of NBA. Uh, Didn't quite get there, but uh, we did get a little close. So hopefully I'm fortunate enough to break through that glass ceiling on this slate. And uh, I think this is a good one, kind of a sweet spot. Um, You know, seven games, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, you know, I I like the six to seven game area. It usually gives you enough uh, good plays to spread it out a bit. Um, you know, and, and enough places to pivot if you feel like there's going to be some bad chalk. So, definitely ready to break this thing down.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about the, I always like, like six to like eight games are like my favorite slates for NBA. Um, but it's not my favorite slate when I pull up a seven game slate and I'm doing my research and only one game has a Vegas total. So, <laughs> there is one. There's yeah, only one. There's only one. So, um, <laughs> Those are never my favorite, my favorite slates. But we're gonna jump in here and get chatting and talking about this NBA slate. We start here with Philly at Indiana. Um, no total in this game. That's gonna be a theme on this podcast. Uh, Embiid is out. Brogdon and Sabonis are questionable. Um, let's start here with Philly. Obviously, Embiid being out, you know, changes how Philly is gonna approach this game. Um, what are you looking at here for Philly?
1: Yeah, man, when it comes down to Philly, I'm typically always looking at what I would consider their big three and a half uh, when Embiid is out, Simmons, uh, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, uh, and then my half would be Josh Richardson. Uh, you know, on FanDuel, I still think the prices are pretty affordable. On DK, uh, I'm, I'm not as, as thrilled, um, but I – I totally get it if you decide to play these guys. I think my odd man out would probably be Josh Richardson in this particular scenario. Um, you know, Indiana is another team that I've kind of been able to target in terms of uh, inside production, you know, good power forwards, good centers. So I think Horford's in a, in a pretty good spot here today. So he's a guy, he's a guy that I really like, you know, even with the slightly elevated price tag, I just think he has uh, a better chance to contribute across all categories uh, if you look over the weekend, 16, six rebounds, five assists, one block, two steals. Um, I mean, man, if he happens to score, you know, in the 20 to 25 point category, now we're looking at the guys in the 40 to 50 range. So he's probably, uh, you know, one of my favorites out of the bunch. Love Ben Simmons. Um, but I think I think there's there's some other guys that we might be able to get in on this slate barring injury news that may be more beneficial for us.
0: Yeah, like, you know, if we're using court IQ um, over on Roto-Grinders, we fire it up. We look at the last two weeks with them beat off the floor to try to get some recent sample size here. And, like, honestly, nobody's really popping for me. Like, there's not a guy that's like, oh, I have to play this guy, um, you know, for me. But I will say Al Horford, his his numbers are kind of right around the best, Um, on, you know, so – I think Horford is obviously a guy that's gonna have to play thirty minutes in this game. Pacers, they play pretty big. Um, so I, I like Horford in this spot. Um you know, Mike Scott is going to play around twenty to twenty three to twenty five minutes. Um he's thirty six hundred if you're looking for some value. I I'm not I'm not, I'm gonna be honest, Will. We're not we're not starving for value on this slate, even the night before. Um so we'll have to kind of see how it goes on a lot of these question marks, but um, we're not starving here for, for value. And uh, you mentioned Josh Richardson, 6,500. Uh, if he was a little bit cheaper, I think I could take a shot on him here, but I don't love it. And uh, honestly, this is probably one of my least favorite games on the slate and um, I'm perfectly okay with not going too crazy here. And, you know, Ben Simmons at 8,200 has triple double upside with and beat off the floor. So he's definitely in play here. Um, On the Pacers' side of things, you know, Sabonis missed the game on Friday dealing with a knee injury. You know, Brogdon's been out too. Um, you know, Sabonis missing the game last time out. Miles Turner had a monster um, game against Chicago. Uh, what are we looking at here for the Pacers? Well,
1: man, what I'm looking at is uh, some of these wing players that just can't get a price adjustment. And, I, I mean, I'm looking across, you know, both major sites, Fantasy Draft, Yahoo!, T.J. Warren doesn't really get that much of a price increase. Jeremy Lamb is not really getting much of a price increase. Um, you know, and I, I've looked at Court IQ. I know they don't really um, – I don't think any of them are really over a point a minute. But uh, the bottom line is, man, with, with guys missing, there are more shots to take, more opportunities for them. Uh, and as these guys keep hovering in this uh, low five uh, to mid-K range, mid-6K range, uh, I, I really like them here. Now, a lot of that depends on whether Sabonis and Brogdon are out. Uh, if Brogdon's out, uh, you know, I don't mind firing up Jeremy Lamb. I don't mind firing up TJ Warren. Um, even if Sabonis is in, um, I'll still play those two, and I've been playing them most most days. Uh, Miles Turner at 7K, uh, if, if Sabonis is out, you know, I think you take a shot if he's back in. No way I play him at that price, I think it really caps his upside, um, you know, with, with the way Sabonis has been rebounding the ball pretty much his whole career when he's in, but especially with this team, Sabonis is pretty much guaranteed double-digit rebounds most games. Um, so that, that's kind of why I'm at here with Indiana. I really like these cheap guys. Um, you know, the T.J. McConnell experiment didn't go as well as we Probably, I hope, over the weekend, but I'm willing to go right back to the well there. Uh, He'll probably be very low-owned on a site like FanDuel, where he's, I think, still in that 3K range. I still think there's some some meat on the bone there. You know, if he cranks out 30 fantasy points at 3,700, then, you know, you'll be in a good spot as as the night progresses.
0: Yeah, you know, honestly, when I'm looking at the Pacers here – it's really gonna depend on Sabonis and Brogdon. Um, you know, Sabonis sits, Jakar Sampson started the other day. But I will say they recalled um um Eliza Johnson from the G League. He only played a few minutes the other night, so I really don't expect it to you know matter at all. Um Sumner is a guy that played some extra minutes the other night. Um so Sumner is really, really cheap if you're looking for again a punt play. If you're running out maybe 150 lineups and you want to mix in some punt plays uh to maybe stack some some games that you know, honestly, there's not like a game that's like super juicy for game stacks either. So um and, and I will
1: say the Pacers are the Pacers are a lot cheaper on FanDuel than anywhere else. I mean, they're really cheap on FanDuel. TJ Warren's fifty one, Jeremy Lamb's forty seven. Sumner and McConnell are sub four K, four thirty-seven, thirty six hundred, and Aaron Holiday is still forty five hundred. Uh and then you've got uh Miles Turner is fifty six hundred. If Sabonis and Brogdon are out, I'm I'm gonna have a really hard time not playing some of these guys on FanDuel at sub six K, pretty much their whole team. it's gonna be hard.
0: Yeah, and even if, if Brogdon comes back, like he's really cheap, so um, yeah. It would it would really depend on, like, if we get any kind of clarity on minutes. Uh, moving on, we got New Orleans at Detroit. Uh, no total in this one. Again, this is the theme of this podcast. Uh, Derek Favors is questionable. Drew Holiday is questionable. J.J. Redick is Ken- questionable. Kendrick Williams is out. And on the Detroit side, Blake, Jackson, Kennard, all still out. Let's start here with New Orleans. Obviously, this is extremely hard to break down the night before. Um, you know, we have Derek Favors dealing with a hamstring injury, um, JJ Reddick dealing with a hamstring injury, injury, and, you know, Drew Holiday dealing with the elbow injury. Um, Holiday's been out the last four games. Like this game is really tough to break down the night before, but let's just throw out a, di- a couple different scenarios here. Like, you know, hamstring injuries for veterans like favors and reddick they're not going to rush these guys if they're not ready like we might get news early in the day that both of these guys sit drew sounds like he's getting closer but we really could see a scenario here where all three of these guys sit uh will if that happens like all three of these guys sit what are we doing here with new orleans
1: uh i mean i think it's you know full steam ahead uh, lonzo ball 6900 uh, that's that's getting a lot closer to to what I what I want want to not pay, but with these guys out, I mean he's shown an innate ability to keep producing, um, so I, I I still think that's a fair price for him. Uh, I don't mind Josh Hart at fifty three hundred. Uh, Detroit is not some defensive juggernaut, so I, I'm I'm more than willing to play these guys. I mean we're getting Brandon Ingram at eighty one hundred. The guy's got fifty point upside here. Uh, with all these guys off the floor, really technically he's got it, got it with everyone on the floor. But even more so with them out, um, you know, just the shot attempts. I know they didn't play really well against Boston, but you know, you know, if you look at his shot attempts, you know, they're they're pretty much hovering around 20 shot attempts uh, with these guys off the floor. So I, I really like him. Of course, no secret there. Everybody will play him. And then I think you have to decide, you know, are you going to commit to playing Jackson Hayes again today against Drummond? Um, you know, he's another guy, sub-5K, 4,600, uh, 27 fantasy points in the fast game, uh, past game, 27 and a half in the past game, 39, 38. Uh, I think this is a very reasonable price tag for him in a game that's going to be incredibly fast-paced. Uh, I, I like a lot of these New Orleans guys, you know, without – Uh, if Reddick and and drew are out I, i think you have to consider them
0: there's so much value on the pelicans if all three of these guys sit and you know that's why i said we're not really starving for value on this slate so you know for me hayes is worth the risk josh hart probably more on the risky side because you know, his price increase a little bit. But, like, really the guy that if, like, all three of these guys sit, like, it's just – I might pay this insane price tag for Brandon Ingram because his usage is just insane with these guys off the floor. And, yeah. you know, Lonzo Ball has been playing really, really good. Um, you know, I think we got to mention, like, just how good Lonzo Ball has been playing. So, really going to be paying attention to the news. If all of these guys play – Like, Reddick plays, Favors plays, Drew plays. I don't really have a ton of interest in any of these guys because Ingram's price is up from these guys being out, and we don't know how many minutes Favors and Reddick would play, which would hurt Josh Hart, which would hurt Hayes. So, for me, on New Orleans, like, this is really one of those situations where you have to be watching the news um, because it's going to matter here. Like... You know, guys like Nico Melli and these guys could play minutes. Like you just gotta you just gotta be watching the news here. Um the piston side of things is Drummond's one of the safest plays on the slate. Like there's nobody that's gonna match up with Andre Drummond um that's gonna be starting for New Orleans in this game.
1: Yeah, nobody. And uh I mean really if if, if the big two from the Lakers happen to sit tonight, there really aren't gonna be a whole lot of spend up spots. <laughs> Uh, I think Drummond will become a de facto spend up at 10-3. I still don't mind playing him. Listen, I want to shout this guy out. This is a guy that, uh, you know, I really like. I'm shouting him out because of the production, but you just can't play him at this price on DK. Bruce Brown has been playing some, you know, since has given us some sensational fantasy performances recently. I know he only put up 19 against Chicago, but overall he's been, you know, producing fairly well here recently. Um, definitely not a DraftKings play. Um, you know, I'm kind of flipping between two sites tonight. If you guys haven't noticed, but on FanDuel, man, uh, Bruce Brown, I, I will have Bruce Brown tomorrow. I can guarantee you that uh, he is 4,900 against the Pelicans. No, no way. I don't play him at that price. He's probably, especially if those guys sit. Um, I think he will be outstanding ownership leverage on a guy like Josh Hart on FanDuel. who's 4,400. Uh, you know, just paying 500 extra to get a guy that I think is going to be uh, a better contributor overall. So just want to shout him out. Not really a DK play, but on FanDuel, Bruce Brown, $4,900, uh, one of my favorites on the day. Uh, Derek Rose continues to produce. You have to pay for him. I don't think I want to pay that price. I know he's got 40-point upside. Uh, I'll just let him sit there on the shelf. So uh, the two guys for me, Drummond and, uh, and Bruce Brown, specifically on FanDuel, uh, I think this is outstanding pricing on him. uh, Duboyer, uh I, I'm not as interested. I mean, he's 4900 on DK. I don't think that's a bad price. Uh, he that would be a multi-entry type play for me. Uh, definitely, definitely wouldn't play him outside of maybe if I was playing 50 line. If once I got to 50, maybe I'd sprinkle him in. Um, if I was anywhere under there, I don't, I don't think I would have him.
0: Yeah, the only other guy that like I want to mention here is Mikaliak. Um, Civi, um, he's thirty two hundred. Like he had a yeah. massive price decrease um, because he just didn't take any shots against Cleveland. Like you can tell which game I played him will. Um, he put up <laughs> five fantasy points. But all joking aside, like this guy has been playing really consistent minutes and has you know over twenty fantasy points in six of the last seven games, and he's thirty two hundred. Uh, he's one of the yeah. best. You know, tournament plays. I think on the slate, like he's not safe. Like he is going to get a lot of his production from shooting, so he's not safe by any means. But he's thirty two hundred. Um, you know, there's definitely some int- some upside here from Michaliak. Um Sivi. Moving on, yes. and, and like he gets a bump too because like Detroit overall is getting a pace bump here. You know, we really didn't talk about that too much. Like they're they're obviously getting a, a really nice pace bump here. They play at the twenty fourth fastest pace in the NBA. New Orleans is seventh, so. It's a really nice pace bump here for Detroit in general. Um, so, um, Moving on. My favorite got game on the
1: slate, by the way. This, this is my favorite game that those guys sit, hands down.
0: Oh, yeah, this could be a juicy game. Juicy game. Um, moving on, we have Chicago at Boston. Hey, we have a total in this game. It's 215.5. Boston's favored by 9.5. Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter are still out for Chicago. Everybody else is probable. And on the Boston side, Daniel Tice is questionable. Let's start here with Chicago. Um, What's standing out to you here for Chicago?
1: So let's go ahead and get this out of the way. We had a Luke Cornett sighting over the weekend. Uh, He's 3K. I I don't trust this at all. Uh, I was very disappointed that we even had to talk about this. But, man, he played 25 minutes against Detroit. Put up 33 fantasy points. He's 3K. I I don't want to play Luke Cornett, but I'm just at least – I want to give you the information and you can make an informed decision. Um, You know, Chris Dunn, you know, his minutes have stabilized here, you know, recently or, you know, over the past 10, 15 games or so. Uh, I think he could be in play in terms of just the pricing. Uh, Tomas Sadaransky. Uh, I, I still like the price on him as well. Kimba's not known as a great defender. We know that Boston is going to uh, try and play great team defense, but I still think at these prices, I think these guys are are in consideration. Outside of that, and, and maybe the Luke Cornette siding, maybe we sprinkle him in. I am not thrilled about playing any Chicago Bulls. Um, you know, I, I don't want to play Laurie. Uh you know, I don't want to play Thad Young. I know he's 5,100, but I, his minutes are all over the place. So, uh, Luke Cornette siding, take it for what it's worth. You know, if you want to try to get ahead of the field, maybe you play him for 3K. Uh, but I'd be a lot more interested in uh, Ransky and Chris Dunn at those prices. But that's about it.
0: Yeah, like – Cornett's 3K. Again, like, we've already talked about, like, four, five guys, like, 3,200 and less. Like, there are some punts on this slate. It really it's going to be an interesting slate depending on, like, what happens with the Cleveland guys because you might not need the punts. Like, you might – could go really balanced here. But, you know, we still have Damian Lillard. We still potentially have LeBron playing. Like, he's probable – um, Anthony Davis is questionable, so like, there's a good chance that like, if AD sits, we're playing LeBron today. So like, we may need one of these guys. So, um, you know, another thing to kind of note is, um, you know, Daniel Gafford is probable. Like, if he were to sit, like that, could definitely help Luke Cornette So, and yeah. I don't think I want to play Gafford. He just his minutes are kind of all over the place. Um, he fouls a lot. He's already kind of questionable too. So. Um, he played really well the other night and like ate into Thaddeus Young's minutes. But, you know, I honestly I don't love the Bulls here. I think Zach Levine has upside on any slate. Um he's been playing really good too. He's gone over forty in um eight of his last ten games, four four straight games. So um or six straight games. So you know, he's, he's definitely a guy that has the upside. It's just – it really is going to depend on, like, what happens with some of these injury news, like, and what type of roster construction we're going to be using here. Um, on the Boston side of things, like, like Daniel, Daniel Tice being questionable really doesn't affect them. Like, I think that when we're looking at Boston here in general, well like, they're not overly expensive. It's just yeah. good luck trying to figure out where the production's going to come from.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely think with the Boston Celtics, taking a stab in the dark, you know, Jalen Brown is 6,300, you could put up 40. We be today, I don't know. Um, you know, uh, Gordon Hayward is 6,200, he could put up 40. Will it be today? I don't know. Jason Tatum, 7,700. I, I don't like to play Jason Tatum hardly any unless Kemba's out, so he's an automatic scratch-off for me there's one Boston Celtic that I actually do trust here. Just one. And it's probably the same one everybody else is going to play. And that's Enos Cantor at 5,400. Uh, you know, he's a guy, you know, and, and by trust, I mean, I trust him to come off the bench and have a defined role and possibly get the 35 to 40 fantasy points <laughs> against the Chicago Bulls team. Uh, you know, where where is minutes going to end up? I, I would say not past 23 minutes, but – in that span of time, he is capable of putting up big numbers. So uh he's a guy I will trot out for sure uh on this slate. And you know, if he goes for 40, great. If he goes for 19, then you know, it's not gonna make or break my night if I if I'm multi henry.
0: Yeah, so like <laughs> you know Canter, we do we trust him? No. Do we know he has a ceiling? Yes. Um like He's been a, like, double-digit rebounding machine. He faces the worst rebounding team in the NBA. It really is just going to depend on, like, if we're going to be able to get, you know, 10 points out of him, actual points, where he double-doubles, gets the bonus, um, you know, crushes in this spot. Like, he's, he's probably going to have – 12 to 15 rebounds in this game. Chicago doesn't rebound the ball really well. So, um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he will have rebounds.
0: We yeah, can he, put up, he, <laughs> <is>. <laughs> he put up 17 and 12. Um, the first time these two teams met 17 and 12 in 22 minutes, put up 38 fantasy points. So, yep. the upside for Enos Cantor is definitely there. I like that call, but outside of that, like these guys are all pro- priced appropriately. I don't really see a lot of upside. If I was going to play anybody, it'd probably be Jason Tatum, Um, and and that would just be because, you know, he's small forward, and usually we want a little bit more upside at small forward on a slate, but, like, I'm probably going to play LeBron if he plays, and Kimba is probably a guy that's going to go 5 or 6x. So um, I, I just don't love Boston this game um okc at minnesota no total in this one noel is out cat is questionable layman is out Um, at this point like i i just don't think cat plays um until he actually plays um but we'll have to kind of see um you know he's been dealing with like a knee injury and then he was sick and i don't know um but the thunder side of things here Obviously, this is a really good spot uh, for OKC. You know, OKC is a team that typically plays pretty slow. Minnesota plays at the fourth fastest te- pace in the NBA. Um, this is a nice pace up spot for OKC on the road. What do you like here for the Thunder?
1: Yeah, I, I like them today, man. I think. I mean, I don't think I'm going to play three or four pieces, but but I think you, you kind of maybe need to decide. You know, maybe where you want to plant your flag. I like Chris Paul. I like SGA. I actually really like Dennis Schroeder here uh, coming off the bench, a guy that's, you know, if you kind of look at his game log, most games he's playing over 30 minutes. So he's, you know, close to starters minutes at a, at a de- uh, decreased uh, from the starters. So, you know, he, he's probably my favorite player. And then Steven Adams, uh, since Noel has been out, has really turned in some, some pretty good performances, uh, you know, to, Two of the last four, three of the last five have been forty plus. Uh, you know, face a team that you know won't have Cat, which obviously they he may want to have Cat. there are going to play even worse defense, but uh, so so that's a good mid range. I think, I think they're all priced in a uh, in a good spot here, and um, you know that, that that's why I like them.
0: Yeah, like. like- I'm okay. I think Chris Paul is way too cheap. Um, like he's he he's gonna pop on everybody. Like he's gonna be a cash game player today. Like he he's too cheap for this matchup. Stephen Adams probably too cheap for this matchup. Um, like you said, like he's facing a Minnesota team and he's his minutes have been very secure. The production has been very secure. So Chris Paul, Steven Adams, like i probably end up playing both of these guys in cash depending on how the build goes today. I just – they're both underpriced. Like, I think they're both very underpriced. And they both put up 50 fantasy points the first time these two teams met. So, um, like, I, I like that one a lot. Both of those guys a lot. Um, I don't mind the Schroeder call. 5,400 in a fast-paced game. Um, not a lot of defense being played from the bench unit of Minnesota. I know their their starting lineup has been better. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting spot for Schroeder. Let's talk the Minnesota side of things here. Um, anything standing out to you for the Timberwolves? Uh
1: maybe a little bit of Bob Covington. Um maybe a little bit of Culver. Um uh, I'm, I'm not thrilled about playing these guys. I, I'm I'm not playing Andrew Wiggins. Um, you know, Point Wiggins has gone away. He is in the closet somewhere. Um, you know, Jeff. Jeff, the prices on these guys are fair, but I don't. The minutes, man, they're they're all over the place. I can't handle guys that are playing minutes: fifteen this game, twenty the next game, twenty-five the next game, ten the next game. Um, so I, I'm really not that interested in Minnesota guys. Maybe outside of Culver, and maybe a little bit of Covington. Um, you know, they've even, they've got three K guys that are playing like Kita Bates, Job. There's, a, there's another kid, uh, Neil or something like that. Naj Reed, I'm sorry. Naj Reed has been playing a little bit. But I, I don't want to play those guys. Uh, very unstable floors. And I know in tournaments we're looking for ceiling, but, you know, I, I like to have a little bit of floor bait in as well. So I, I'm not playing probably anybody from Minnesota but Culver um, or a little bit of Bob Covington. Outside of that, I don't want to play anyone.
0: Yeah, you got a lot of run the other night against Minnesota in that blowout or against yeah. Houston in that blowout. Um, I don't really, I, I don't want to trust his, you know, 40 fantasy points in 30 minutes, but yeah, he's 3,300. Again, like, if you're looking for uh, punt play, um, it, it's just at this point, like, you know, depending on the build, like, you, you might play, like, it seems like pricing is a little soft today. Like, I think Culver is very much in play here, and it, it's not the greatest matchup in the world, but he could easily go for 30 fantasy points here. He's 4800, so I don't want to write off Culver, but I don't love Minnesota in this game. But if I'm playing Chris Paul, if I'm playing Stephen Adams in tournaments, like I'm gonna run it back with um, you know, one of these guys, whether it be Covington. Covington's probably the guy that I end up on the most, but Culver's price is so cheap that you could do a lot with your lost like lineup construction if you're playing him. So. Um, moving on, we got Charlotte at Portland. No total in this one. Um, Charlotte is on; they're on a back-to-back, right? Um, yes. So we don't we don't have tonight. an injury. Yeah, we don't have an injury report oh, from them. Gosh. But I didn't. I didn't see anything um, come out after that game about anybody you know injured or anything. So, um, and then on the Portland side of things. You know, Mario Hazonia is questionable. Hood and LaBlessia are still out. I think the only reason we don't have a total in this game is because it's a back-to-back uh, for Charlotte. Um, yeah, like, Biombo, I know he got hit in the face, but I, we'll have to kind of see, monitor that, because that could actually matter. Um, Let's talk Charlotte here. Like, I guess, like, if Biombo ends up not playing um, because of the nose injury... Like, he's been a guy that's been playing anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes a night, and like, maybe Cody Zeller finally gets like a 25 to 30 minute game, but, Will, your Charlotte Hornets, um, good luck trying to figure out the rotation.
1: Yeah, I I think he plays tomorrow, though. Um, They said he was available to come back, so I I think he plays. Um, So, yeah, took a a tough loss today, man. We're down by three with mm, maybe 30, 40 seconds left, and... Ended up losing by eight. Just you know, uh, you know, Mr. Graham tried to bail us out again. Hit a, hit a big time three on eight. sorry, I'm just kind of venting. We we lost again. But uh, at any rate, uh, not not too interested in a whole bunch of guys from Charlotte here. Graham at 73. I don't hate it. I know, know he's got upside. I'm not playing Terry Rozier at 7100. Uh, the Dwayne Bacon experiment is back. For anyone that wants to know, Dwayne Bacon is you know starting to get an uptick in minutes. Marvin Williams did not play tonight. Nicholas Batum did play tonight. 30 uh, we're all minutes. Over, yeah, we're, we're all over the place again. And so this is this is what I hate with this stupid coaching staff. Uh, you know, sorry, Coach Borrego, no insult, but if we're going to play the young guys, let's play the young guys. Quit quit experimenting with Batum and Marvin Williams. Uh, just just play the young guys. Let's see what happens. All right. All um, right. I actually, so in all actuality, I really like PJ Washington in this spot though uh, against Portland. Listen, he's getting the the, the vaunted Carmelo Anthony defense uh, of old, and uh, if 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 PJ Washington can get loose here, I, I think this this is a spot for him to put up a massive performance. Miles Bridges has actually been playing fantastic recently. Uh, and, and uh, you know, against bad defenses and some good defenses. Really, really playing playing good basketball right now. He's a guy I've kind of had my finger on. I've kind of been throwing in lineups. Uh, so Bridges and P.J. Washington, those are my two guys today from Charlotte. Portland's not playing great defense. If Charlotte can hang around, I think these two guys should have something to do with it. P.J. Washington is my favorite between the two. Miles Bridges is my second favorite. I think Diambo plays, but if for some reason he wakes up in the morning and he just can't go, Cody Zeller at 38, just throw him in there because they'll need him to try and stifle uh, Mr. Hassan Whiteside.
0: Yeah, you know, I think yeah, it's so interesting because, like, Terry Rozier handles the ball one game and Devontae Graham handles the ball some games, like – if you Will, if you could tell me which guy was gonna play point guard in this game, I'd have interest in them. Um Again. Like, both. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> like Port, Portland's been a team that has allowed I think the third most fantasy points per game to opposing point guards this season. So like I, I think Devontae Graham has a ceiling. I think Terry Rogier has a ceiling here. I think they both have ceilings. I wouldn't play them together. Like, maybe a handful no. of times this year that we could say that they both went off in the same game, but it's um, only a couple
1: of teams, and that's probably Memphis, Atlanta, Phoenix, maybe. And, and, and Rozier didn't have a good game tonight, but only against teams that are really going to push the pace.
0: Yeah. So I think that, like, taking a shot on Graham or, um, or Rozier, just not on the same team. And I, I do like the Bridges call. Um, he's been really consistent and, you know, PJ Washington's been fine. PJ Washington, we might even get a nice, like a nice little bump if Biombo doesn't play.
1: Yeah, and um, the PJ Washington call—that's that. This is a game-specific call. I, I don't play PJ a whole lot, but he's getting Carmelo Anthony defense today, people. And you might not think it matters, but trust me, it matters.
0: So I have a. Do you think Patum like is back in the rotation for good? Like no. Maybe, don't don't 3K, do it like don't,
1: don't don't you do it
0: <laughs> Don't Thanks. don't you do it
1: Cody Martin I, can easily play play 30 minutes
0: tomorrow. Right, Malik Monk like <laughs> uh, yeah, just, no Don't do I'm, it man. I'm not don't there's do too it. many punts on this slate. Um <laughs> the Portland side of things like I, I think Lillard and uh, like Whiteside's in a in a great spot here. Um Oh gosh. Like, You know, Charlotte's not good against big men. Like Whiteside, you know, assuming that he plays um, with him being probable here, uh, like he he just, yeah, I think this would be a spot that he crushes, I think, what, six or seven straight games now with double doubles, nine out of the last ten? So, like, Whiteside crushes in this spot.
1: Yeah, I really like Whiteside. Let me say this on DK, I think Whiteside is more valuable than Drummond. I'd I'd be willing to take the 2K discount. I mean, uh, do I think Drummond is more safe? And and sorry to hog up so much time today, but I think sometimes we have to make adjustments in our minds because I I still think some people are still holding on to Miami Heat, Hassan Whiteside, and expecting him to really let us down. And everybody's going to have a bad performance. Look, I played Drummond over the weekend. He put up 18 fantasy points. He got ejected. It was awful. Uh, but the Hassan White side of today is not the Hassan White side of Miami because he has a minutes floor. At most games, he's playing 33 minutes. And so, you know, if you look at the output, the reason he's been so consistent in giving us 40-plus fantasy performances more often than not is because of that. So on DraftKings, I am more willing to play Hassan White side than I am Andre Drummond. On FanDuel where there's a $500 gap, I'll play Andre Drummond all day. But on draft case, I'm telling you, I I think this is probably the best center play on the slate at 8,200. I think you fire him up in all formats, cash and tournaments. The guy's got 60-point upside. Uh, I think you fire him up. He's he's my favorite play on this team. I don't hate Carmelo Anthony at 5,400 either. Uh, You know, he's a guy that's got 30 to 40-point upside here. Um, I will not be playing CJ McCollum. I know he's 6100. That seems cheap, but he just has very limited ceiling. Um, you know, playing with all these guys that are getting rebounds, taking shots, usage monsters. And I mean, he he has the ball in his hands, but uh, I I'd much rather you know play a Sam Whiteside. Ironically, I'm not as interested in Dane today either at 8800. I think there's you know I I'd rather play you know Ben Simmons for 82 over Lillard. I like Lillard. You know. I think prior to Carmelo and Anthony, I would have felt like this was really a little bit too cheap. But with Melo there, I just feel like it's really capped. Lillard's upside outside of, you know, one of these guys being out.
0: All right, moving on. My Orlando Magic heading to Sacramento to take on the Kings. No total in this one. Aminu's out. D.J. Augustine is questionable. Michael Carter-Williams is questionable. Aaron Gordon is questionable. Um, Jonathan Isaac is out. On the Sacramento Kings side of things, Bagley's questionable. Bogdanovich is out. Holmes is out. Corey Joseph is questionable. So, for a 10 o'clock game, a lot of question marks on this one. Hopefully, we get some clarity um, earlier in the day, but I highly doubt it. Orlando, um, anything stand out to you for the Magic?
1: (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think if, if these point guards sit, I think you, have, you need to consider Markel Fultz. Uh, I, I like what he's been doing this season. You know, if he's going to get thirty minutes, I, I think you have to. You know, I think he's in play, and uh, I think he's going to be very low owned on this slate. Uh, he's a guy I, I like a lot here. Um, you know, I play him over Fournier. Uh, you know, Gordon at fifty seven hundred. I, I I don't mind playing him at fifty seven hundred at all. I think that's you know right where we have plenty of meat on the bone there. Um, You know, obviously he's questionable, but, you know, if he were to be ruled in early, I think he's a guy we could look at. And then I think Vooch is always in play when you've got limited bodies and, uh, you know, he's able to kind of go out there and spearhead the offense. But other than that, man, don't want to play too many guys. Terrence Ross, 5K, uh, that's fine. Uh, I I don't hate that. But overall, I I think it's, you know, really Markel Fultz and Vooch for me if I had to take two players from this game.
0: Yeah, so – you know, Friday we talked about like would Evan Fournier play backup point guard minutes with DJ Augustine out, um, and and that's not what happened. Josh McGetty, um out of nowhere, you know, not out of nowhere. We knew he was active. We knew that it was yeah. a potential, but um, not like not a guy that I would play um, for DFS. But um, I'm just saying, like Evan Fournier shot the ball really well Friday, so like playing him thinking he might get back a point guard minutes worked, but I really don't love this spot for the magic in general. Um, Vooch is in play. I I like Drummond and Whiteside more. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, you know, FanDuel or DraftKings. I can play two centers on DraftKings, but I still like those other two guys more. Um, If Augustine's out, I don't (laughs) mind Fultz, but – Foltz is a guy that I think goes 6x in this game. I don't or yeah, or 5x. Um I don't think he has like 7x upside in this game. So like I don't love Fultz in this game. I think he's fine. Like if I'm taking a shot on anybody here from the Orlando Magic, it's probably Birch um at 4300. If Aaron Gordon sits, uh Birch is going to play 30 minutes. Um you know, coach Clipper, as you know, for a long time as the Charlotte coach like he is pretty upfront what he's going to do, and you know, like Birch started against Washington, started against Phoenix. If Aaron Gordon sits in this game, I think Birch plays 28 to 30 minutes, and he's 4,300 um, going up against Sacramento. But again, um, there's plenty of value today. I don't think you're necessarily going to end up on any of these guys, a He's still going to play plenty of minutes if Gordon sits, but he's just not – he's not a good offensive basketball player. He's hes good at his craft. He's good at defense. Um, yeah. The Kings side of things, obviously Bogdanovich and Holmes out. You know, that matters. Bagley being questionable. Corey Joseph being questionable. All this matters. Um, you know, tough matchup here going up against the Magic. Good defense. Um, anything standing out to you here for the Kings?
1: Yeah, man. Look, I mean, I do think this is going to be a you know one one of the tougher games that the, the Kings play. But if Trevor Reeves is going to keep playing thirty plus minutes, forty four hundred, he's just in play. I, I think we have to consider him here. Look, I'm not saying he's going to put up thirty fantasy points today, but you know, he's playing thirty plus minutes. I mean look, he's pretty much in my book this is another PJ Tucker scenario. You know, either he's probably going off or he's gonna burn you. You know, I don't see him I don't see him hitting twenty five. I think it's a sixteen spot or a thirty spot. So I'm willing to roll him out at forty four hundred. Uh really like him here uh for the price and for the minutes. Uh God Harry Barnes has just been god awful most of the year now and I I I can't touch him with a ten foot pole, but Trevor Ariza, uh, he's a guy I really like in this spot for the price.
0: So, do you think because um, Bagley is supposed to play? Like, I know he's questionable, but he is supposed to play. Um, do you think like Ariza loses minutes, or do you do we think Deadman's out of the rotation again? Like, yeah, I, th- I think Deadman's out. <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of what I out. was. That's kind of what I was leaning towards. And, and as well, Giles too. is
1: probably out too because I mean Giles has been playing fifteen, sixteen minutes. Uh,
0: I think he'll think? stay around 15 minutes. You think? Yeah, I, I I do. Um, I think Giles stays around 15 minutes. I think Deadman loses the 10 to 15 minutes that like he's mm-hmm. been playing with all these guys out with Holmes out and like we got to remember Giles was going to play about
1: 10 minutes. So that that's why that's the only reason why I was kind of I mean right I mean, now he's really... at about 15 16.
0: Yeah, Bagley missed eight games, so like I don't think they'd come back and like he plays thirty minutes. So like I think this is going to be a good sample of not having to use Bagley, not using Giles, not using these big guys. I like Bielitsa. I think he's way too cheap. I don't think he loses if he loses a few minutes, fine, but he's still going to play thirty minutes at fifty five hundred. He could put up fantasy points in a in a quick minute. Um, the other guy I want to mention is Fox with Bogdanovich out the last couple games. Like this dude's taken twenty one shots in each of the last two games, so. Not the greatest matchup, but for 7,400, you're going to get a guy that has the ball in his hands a ton taking a ton of shots. So um, one rebound away from a triple-double the other night against the Bucs. And, you know, we know the Bucks are very, very good team. So just wanted to mention Fox. I think he's really interesting tournament play. Uh, let's finish it off here. We got Cleveland out of L.A. taking on the Lakers. Exum is questionable. Nance is out. Porter is out. AD is questionable. Rondo is questionable. LeBron is probable. Um, Let's start here with Cleveland. Uh, Anything standing out to you for Cleveland?
1: Uh, Not really. I mean, Kevin Love is 6,700. I think if AD's out, I I really like this price on Kevin Love. Um, You know, the bad grandpa inside the locker room. But, hey, it's served this team up. They've won a couple games. Uh, So, I, I really like him here. I don't, I don't really think I want to play too many of the guards. I mean, I know, you know, Darius Garland is going to play. is going to play. These guys are playing big minutes. Um, I'm, I'm going to try to avoid them at all costs, though. W- will that be possible? That I can't answer at the moment. Um, I may be – and when I say forced, I'm, I'm saying I may have to only consider playing them because of the value. But as of right now, I'm a lot more interested in Kevin Love than any these four or five-K guys from this team.
0: Kevin Love's going to chuck here against LeBron, too, right? Like, it, like Kevin Love's going to put up some shots in this game, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, look, like,
1: he, he, look, it's it's LeBron narrative and it's back home narrative. So, we kind of got both working in our favor here.
0: Yeah, I think Kevin Love at 6,700 is very much in play. I'm probably not playing anybody else here from Cleveland. I, I know, like, Tristan Thompson's put some good games together here, but his price is just too high. Like, yeah, it's up there. Yeah, I'm going to pass on the price increase. Um, And then, like, Sexton and Garland, these guys, like, there's just so many plays today that I don't need these guys today. Um, So, I'm probably not going to end up playing these guys. Um, I think Exum is going to play. Like, the report that I read, even though he's questionable on the injury report, seems like he's pretty probable. So, like, that that hurts, you know, like, Garland and Sexton, like, too. I know Garland's been playing really, really well, too, but I I just – It's tough. Like, you know, in tournaments you can take shots on Sexton and Garland, but I probably won't. Um, I've been playing a lot more single entry recently. So, Um, on the Lakers side of things, like, if AD sits LeBron, if AD sits LeBron, if AD plays LeBron, (laughs) like, (laughs) it's just – Yeah. It's LeBron going up against Cleveland. You know he's going to get hyped up for this game. Uh, This game's in L.A. Like, just LeBron's going to go for 50-plus fantasy points, and we can't say that about a ton of people on this slate.
1: Yeah, not at all. I, something else, too, man, if LeBron or if AD sits, uh, Kyle Kuzma on DraftKings is probably not as appealing. I still think that's fair. But I think he can get in the 30s. Uh, on FanDuel, man, Kyle Kuzma is still 4,700, folks. If AD's out, just fire him up. Don't don't even think about it. You just If AD's out, I think you start with LeBron, you start with Kyle Kuzma, and you figure out your lineups from there. You know, I've got a couple guys that I really like on FanDuel. You know, uh, we'll get to – you know, I've talked about Bruce Brown. I know I brought him up again, but I really like him there. But uh, LeBron and Kuzma on FanDuel are just elite plays, in my opinion. Not as much so on DK. Uh, LeBron at 95, of course, fire him up. Um, And then the center play, you've got Dwight Howard and Javel McGee, 4,700 to 4,200 respectively. Uh, Dwight's, you know – played 26 minutes the last game. Uh, you know, JaVale played 22 minutes. I think, you know, a good fantasy performance could come from both of these guys. Uh, if I had to side with one right now, uh, if you, if you kind of look at the stuff in court IQ, Dwight actually looks like a better play. Um, so I will try and trust the numbers and, and stick with Dwight there, um, despite my somewhat DFS affection for JaVale McGee in that low 4K range.
0: You make a group – If you're multi-entering here of both of these guys and you only play one, like, uh, don't play both of those guys. Like, um, I can see one of them having a ceiling. I just don't know if both of them get there. Um, All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Um, Will, give me your guy. Um, Favorite play under 5K to 7X, night before. Uh, Who are you liking down here? Uh,
1: Let's go with... man
0: stumped you
1: yeah th- this is a tough one I- i'm gonna have to go with the guy that uh that that we kind of talked about earlier I- i'm gonna go with uh jared culver at 4700 4800 excuse me all
0: right i like culver um i'm gonna go with uh my boy Sivvy. um Oh, yeah. I know I I've probably messed up his name a ton of times already, um, but Mikhailik I think is how you say it. Um, but I would take him. I, I just at at his price decrease. Like I, I do think that he has upside to go seven x, especially if he shoots the ball well. Uh, over eight k to go under five x. Who's your bust today?
1: I'm going Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. I, I don't trust dame with uh, Carmelo there.
0: Yeah, I can get on that. It's just for me, like I—I I think a lot of these guys go five X today. I really do. Um, I'm gonna go with Levine, but I—I I I, I really could see him go five X. Like I could yeah. see all these guys over eight K go five X today. Um, there's not a lot of them either. Uh, once you start taking out the guys that are ruled out. All right, uh, Will, give me your favorite six X play on the slate.
1: Oh, man, at this price, man, I, I got to go with Hassan Whiteside,
0: $8,200. That's you are calling for a big Whiteside game. Like, no trust whatsoever in that Charlotte um, front court.
1: <laughs> Listen, it, it's a combination of both. It's a combination of my trust for Whiteside and his new minutes floor and my distrust for the Charlotte uh, defense.
0: All right, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Paul. We talked about that game. I, Chris Paul and yeah. Steven Adams, there's a twofer for you. I think they both go 6 x on the slate. Um, Give me your let's get weird GPP play of the day.
1: Let's get weird. Um, uh, Man, let's go – Let's go, Kevin Love. I, I know I talked about it. I don't think he's going to be high on today. I just, I just, I don't think Kevin Love's high on today. Let's go, Kevin Love.
0: All right. Um, I don't know. I was like throwing around like three or four ideas here. Hey, my, my FanDuel
1: GPP one, let's get weird. I'll let you buy some time. No secret, folks. I've talked about him all day. We're going Bruce Brown at 4,900 on FanDuel. That that's my fan duel, let's get weird play.
0: All right, obviously mine's gonna matter if A D plays or not, but I'm gonna go Dwight Howard as my GPP play of the day. Um, I like it. I was thinking Keem Birch too, but like obviously you've got to see if Aaron Gordon's gonna play. So um I'm on expert okay. survey today, so I get I get to kind of see how the news <laughs> drops and get to I get a second chance at this. Um yes, yes Give me your game selection, a tournament or cash game on any site that's standing out to you here.
1: Uh, man, I'm gonna go FanDuel because I think you guys know that's kind of my, uh, my, uh, my my favorite site uh, overall. Um, and typically, man, this this 222. I'm gonna go with the put back today. 222 single entry. Uh, you know, pays out the 23% of the field. First, first place is 24% of the prize pool. 25. It's a 25k single entry tournament. Um, first place 6k, seven. Second place 3k, third place 2k. About as flat as you'll get at, at one of the one of the larger sites. Um, so that's when I really like it. That I'm also going to give you guys one uh, uh, in, in the lower level. There, a lot of people are always going to gravitate to that. Uh, 777, uh, because it's 100k to first. You know, I I, I would encourage you, man, to uh, hop in that the 999, the layup doesn't pay out as much to first, uh, but the prize pool is you know pretty much just you know a third, um, well, well less than that, almost. Mm, let's go with a fifteenth of uh, what the 777 is. Uh, 15k to first, 6k to second. Uh, 3k to third you know less entries better for you still multi-entry uh, if you take that down then maybe roll it into the 777 but uh, that's one I kind of want to point out for the people
0: um I'm gonna go for our low stakes guys and gals that are playing over there on DraftKings single entry high five five dollar um single entry tournament yeah I, I love doing. this tournament. It pays twenty-four point four percent. Um, top tens under thirty percent, first place is under ten percent. Min cash is only one point six, which I really wish was higher, but I love the I love the payout where it pays out almost almost twenty-five percent. So like if you're building a bankroll, you're learning single entry. There's fifty nine hundred people in this tournament. It's a lot for a single entry tournament, but yeah. 2K up top, if you're if you're working on your strategy for single entry, where to play the chalk, where not to play the chalk, where to get off of things. Uh, this is a really strong tournament to build a bankroll and to build a strategy. So really like the high five over there on DK. We don't have any over-unders out, so we're going to skip that question today. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
1: Nah, man, let's have some fun, people. Let's make some money, and uh, we'll meet you at the top.
0: All right, that's going to wrap it up here for Will and I. Um, we'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Will, LSU or Clemson, who wins? Um, So I'm an
1: Ohio State fan, uh, but I'm, I also live in South Carolina. I'm, I'm going to side with LSU. I, my, my heart says you should go Clemson, but I'm going to side with LSU. The offense is extremely high-powered. Uh, I
0: think they're going to put up – I think they're going to have to outscore Clemson to beat them. So, I'm taking them. I'm going SEC. Let's go LSU. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow, like I said. I hope everyone has an awesome week. And um, let's start it off here with a great Monday. So, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Good luck in your contests.